the dream. Roy Philpott on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. That's great, buddy. Hey, you got something right today. You just got it right. Good job. Pat on the back, gold star. Go ahead. Keep it up. Go ahead. No, it's good. It's no. really good. Hey, go ahead. It's really good. Keep it up. Uh, Dabo Sweeney right now on the set of NFL Insiders, which is pretty cool. Dabo looks like he's lost a little bit of weight. I think he's like back in shape now since the national championship run. Looks like it looks pretty good. Looks nice and healthy. <laughs> Did a little stress eating coming up to that game? I mean, I would have, wouldn't no, you? Absolutely. I would have been nervous. I mean, and sometimes if I get anxious or nervous, I don't eat as much. I don't know. Maybe since then, um, it's been the exact opposite. I'm not really sure. What, what's his evolution? What's his next step here? Dabo? Dabo. Another title? Another title. Back-to-back. Back. Or a couple here. Right. What, what, what's he keep saying? We're not defending our national championship. We're, we're chasing, chasing a championship. Yep. Yep. I mean, he's not even saying another one. He said we're chasing a championship. Yeah. He's chasing a championship. Absolutely. They're not defending anything. Does he get it? Oh, of course he gets it. I mean, the question is, when does he get it? Next How long years? is it going to take next, for him to get next it? Next five years? Yes. I mean, if you had to bet on it right now, you tell me. How many in the next five years? I don't. I don't know. I, I'm not. I, I. I don't. I mean, it's so. You could take the perspective a year ago. Clemson got some breaks to win sure. the national championship, right? Absolutely, right. Um, NC State went wide right on a 33-yard field goal, the buzzer that could have beaten Clemson in regulation. Then again, had you lost to NC State, then would you have lost to Pittsburgh? The next month, I, that's very much debatable. But you caught a break there. Troy played you close. You know Auburn had a chance to fling it in the end zone. That didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So I mean, you, you caught some breaks, but and you know Deshaun stayed healthy. But I mean, you also didn't catch some breaks too, right? I mean, you could have been more fortuitous. I mean, you 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 could have been uh, you could have been luckier. Could you? Yeah, I'm asking. That's reasonable. How? I, I, okay, for one, Ray Ray holds onto the ball. <laughs> crossing the goal line here against Troy. We're not talking about that being a close game. Maybe a little more confidence going into week three there. Uh, just different different calls during the games, stuff like that. Nothing, nothing too how, how about some of those interceptions where the receiver broke the wrong way and, sure. and, and you know they were picked off, obviously? Sure. I, mean, I think that happened. Out of Watson's 18 interceptions, is that how many threw in the 15 games he played? I think it was like 18. I would love to double-check that. I, I would say probably six. And this happens with all quarterbacks, so it, you can't really have it as an excuse. But I, w I would say there were a larger-than-expected number of plays where balls were tipped or picked off because the receiver did something wacky. 17 last year. 17. All right, so I, you know, I, I would go probably 11 or 12 on him. <laughs> 17 with a, a casual 41 touchdowns. 41. Just casual. Uh, that's, that's not too shabby. There's a couple. Right, right. So, I mean, I, we've examined that somewhat in, in recent months. What, how fortunate was Clemson last year? And I, I think that it was fortunate. Don't get me wrong. Could you have gotten more breaks? Yeah, here or there, I think that you could have. But to win a title, that's what you need. And you also have to have maybe a scheduling break every once in a while. I, nobody likes to hear it when I say it. I, I like the schedule this year. One of the things we mentioned last season was, I wish that you could take next year's schedule and play it this year because I, I would feel better about Clemson's chances, and mainly that just had to do with Florida State. In fact, you had to go down there and win a place you only won once since 1989. Make it twice. I, it, I, I like the, the schedule this year? this year. You feel the same way, or you, you're, you're dead okay with this, this schedule? 
I love the schedule this year. Really? I love the schedule this year. Because I, you know what? Lamar Jackson can beat me in September, and I can still win a national championship. Think about that. I don't have to, I don't have to be perfect. You, you no longer have to be perfect in upstate South Carolina to win a national championship. Ten years ago, it felt like you had to be. Well, we found that out last year, yeah. Five years ago, it felt like you had to be. Now you've built your brand. You got some Dabo. You had some Deshaun. You've recruited at this elite level. I mean, Dexter Lawrence, we were talking with Daniel Shirley about 20 minutes ago. What kind of career did Montrevious Adams have? He said it was good. I mean, Dexter Lawrence could eat Montrevious Adams for breakfast. <laughs> and, and you got like a whole stable full of those kinds of dudes. You got right? two more seasons with him. Pardon? You have two more seasons with that guy. <laughs> and you got another season with Christian Wilkins. Yeah. And those guys are going to are gonna keep you in games by default if you can just find a quarterback. But, it, you, but I, I love the schedule this year. I, I don't need to run the table. That's the beautiful part about it. No, 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 no. No, you're not swiping me away on this. We're on to 2018 as far as quarterbacks go. All right, fine, fine. But I got Florida State coming here. All right, I got Florida State coming here. How many times Florida State won in Death Valley since 2001? Tell me. Once. That's it. Yeah. 2013. And a lot of those games, ah, they're competitive. Yeah, but you know who the better team is afterwards. You were in the building for that game? 2013? Yeah. Oh, I was. Oh, my God. Freaking Jameis Winston. Just brutal. I, I, I don't know if he was Michael Jordan or Larry Bird or uh, Johnny Unitas. Or, I, he was the best player I'd ever seen in person that night. Oh. As was Kelvin Benjamin. Oh, God. That, 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 they served up a play to McNasty and asked you, how do you like it? It was bad. <laughs> and they won the national championship that year, too, of course. Um, but Florida State comes here. I got to go to Louisville. I don't, I don't have to win that game. I, I just don't, I don't need to be blown out up there. Maybe the quarterback situation isn't soft by that point in time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just don't go up there and lose the way Florida State did last year. And they're not. They're not going to. Or let's say you beat Louisville and then somehow, some way, the third coming of Gerard Evans appears in Hokie land, and they're fortunate enough to beat you 21 to 20 up there. Okay. Just don't lose again. Beat Florida State in November in what amounts to be a playoff elimination game. Win the ACC. And if I'm sitting there at 12 and 1, brother, I, I think I'm dancing at that point. I think I'm dancing. I may be a four seed. But I may dancing. get Bama again somewhere. I think I'm dancing. Oh, give me Bama again. Give me Bama You again. want Bama again? I, told, I texted you the other day. Alabama fans are stopping me now. With Clemson shirt on, saying, "Hey, we want Clemson." Again. When did this happen? What are you talking? I'm over about? in Anderson. I got I got a tiger paw on my shirt. Alabama. He's got a 2015 national championship shirt on and the, and a hat to match. Mm-hmm. And he stops me. He's like, "You guys got us this year, but but we want Clemson next year." Oh, sh- yeah. I bet you do. Yeah, come on, get uh, something. Yeah, I done. bet you want come Clemson next now. year, right? Come huh? on. Is Jalen Hurts going to be able to complete more than 40 percent of his passes? <laughs> That'd be great. No, he, he's going to be good. I think Hurts is going to be just fine. I watched a national championship last night. How many times have you watched the game? <clears throat> I, I don't really want to tell you. I'm not comfortable revealing How that information. How many times? I mean, if it's on, I'm watching it. So are we talking 15? No, nah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not telling you that. 20? No, no. Is it higher? Are we going to SO after this? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Are we going to SO? Maybe. Is Grandma coming to SO with us? <laughs> uh, I don't know. He probably wants to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've watched it a good bit. I'll go back to, and then we're getting back to the draft, because I want sure. to talk more about that. 654-7627 is the phone number. You probably watched the national championship game last night like I did. It was fantastic. I, I don't know how they scored a touchdown on that game-winning drive, because with like 20 seconds left, they're at the 40. And somehow they get they get to the end zone with time to spare. Mm-hmm. Somehow they get there, which is great. Never gets old. 
if you think back to what I told you before the national championship game, remember, I, I think this was you. I, I think Ben and I had this discussion. I think I, I did as well. But I said they are at a level that even insiders don't realize they're at. When I say insiders, you know, the people that cover the program and that have been here for a long time, that have built the relationships, I, it, it, myself included, they believed before they beat Bama that they were at a level that nobody else understood. In their mind, if you if you ask me what I think they were thinking going in, they believed that Bama didn't want to play them, right? Remember, you remember when I said that? Mm-hmm. Before the national championship game, you and I did a show, and for like 30 minutes, I got on the soapbox. Mm-hmm. And I reflected to the uh, all the way back to the previous national championship game when I said, over there right now, they think that they are the new Bama. That's who they think they are. They think that they're the new. They don't think they're just going to win this game. They think that they're the new Alabama, and they're going to really believe that after they beat Bama. Of course, they didn't. They fell just short. They got them a second time. But going into the second game, the program had evolved to the point to where I think that team believed that Bama didn't want. That Bama feared playing Clemson, right? So, so. Let's assume for a second that what I thought before the first national championship game was accurate and what I thought before the second national championship game was accurate. What do you think they're thinking over there right now? We're here. We've arrived. <laughs> that, that's the, cemented, isn't it? Well, no, I don't think they think that. I, I think the, the, the early message from Dabo is what we just said. We're chasing a championship. Uh, I mean, they, they have a little team goals in the room there, in the team room, the new Allen Reeves facility they've got. I'm sure it still says, you know, goal one, win the opener, you know, goal whatever, win this, and then goal three, win the division. I, when he says we're chasing a championship, I don't think he's talking about the Atlantic division. No, no offense. Well, he's, he's no offense about... to Dave Dorn and NC State who can't sniff the championship game. No offense, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You own the ACC. Great job. Great job you're doing up there. Give me the little woofy symbol again. <laughs> yeah, thanks. There it is. There's a little swagger there, isn't it? There's I mean, a, you're chasing the championship. Almost yes. said a word I shouldn't say again. There is a truckload. Living fast and loose today on the radio. <laughs> Loosey goosey. <laughs> fly by the seat of our pants. Let it go. No, 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 no. Let they it fly. A little bit of swagger. They're in a very good position mentally. A very good position. Because now everything that Dabo's talked about has happened. And so now you're looking at that guy thinking, holy crap, he really did know what he was talking about the whole time. And now we do know that we can win a championship here. And then guess what? Now, minus Deshaun, everybody's down and that we can do it again. I, I don't know if they can do it without Deshaun in year one. I, you know, I, I, I don't know, but I think they can certainly be in the mix. And I would offer you this. Are you really at the point where you're going to doubt this bunch again? Are you really at that point where you're going to doubt what they're capable of again? Because every single time that Clemson football has been doubted in the last, I don't know how many years, they rise to the occasion. And not only do they win, they generally kick the opposition's teeth in and ask them how they like it. Are you really going to be in a position to doubt this crew? You doubting what's going on over there? No, of course not. I, I got a schedule that's not awful. I got a schedule that's not awful. I don't have a quarterback. I don't have a quarterback yet. But I got a defense. Oh man, I, I I keep hearing it more than ever before. You you go to one of these prowling growls and Brent Venables, somebody needs to give him a rabies shot because he, he's foaming at the mouth. 
I mean, you, you look at him, and he's as energized and as excited, and it's like, oh, we just won a national championship here. This ain't Oklahoma, Bobby Stoops. This is Clemson. And I say that, meaning that they can win another one here, and they never were going to win another one down at OU. And he knows it. And he knows that defense arguably is going to be the best defense that he's had here. I, I think if you ask him, if you just sit down and tell him, hey, can this be that? He's going to say, no, 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 no. And then like 30 minutes in, you'll get him to say, yeah. I wonder how different he's going to be compared to last year to this year at the media day up at the golf course, the opening of the year where the coaches come out and we talk to him. Because I remember clearly where he is 18 inches away from your face, just foaming, spitting all over the place, going nuts. You asked him one question in 25 minutes. And it's he great just radio. went. It's just great. absolutely went. It's great radio, and it's all Coach V. Oh, I mean, yeah. That's just what it is. 654-7627. You down that bunch? You doubting them? You doubting them? I'm not doubting anybody. See, that's the beautiful part about this season. Before we get to Marvin and Seminole 10, I, I don't know what they're capable of, okay? But I get a schedule that doesn't stink, and I get Dabo playing the same cards he's been able to play his entire career where they're not going to be picked to win their own division as the defending national champions. They're not going to be picked to win the national title this year. They're probably not going to be preseason ranked in the top four. Uh, I'm not doubting you anybody. You can any better. I'm, I'm trying to go over there and meet some of these guys on Monday here. Don't tell me I'm doubting them. I don't need that kind of Give nonsense. me a quarterback that can get in there and manage his way and not throw a bunch of picks, and who, then let's talk in October. Who is it? Who is I, it? I have no idea. I, I, I'm not smart enough. To, I, don't, I don't know who he is. I don't know. Don't know. I hate that answer. I don't know. I hate that answer. But nobody knows. You have an idea. No, I'm not ready to talk about it. Six five four seven six two seven. Marvin and Anderson joins us. Marvin, good afternoon. Hey, how you fellas doing? Very well. I think you're getting a little bit ahead of yourself when you're talking about our schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the most dangerous team we got is Auburn because we get them a second uh, game of the season and. Uh, I ain't sure we get by then we know who our quarterback is or how well they're playing, and I think that's a very, very dangerous game. Supporting, so I'll take it off here. Yes, thank you, Marvin. Supporting that notion for a split second, if I want to entertain that today. Auburn has found itself a quarterback, we believe, in Jarrett Stidham. The Baylor transfer now plays down on the Plains, and he will arrive in Memorial Stadium likely with a top-10 team behind them because I, I I think that's where Auburn is going to be viewed once again by the so-called experts to begin the 2017 campaign. That's great. That nothing, nothing would make me happier. That is exactly what you want to hear. You want Auburn coming in riding high, just like they have the last three times these two teams have played. Remember, we heard it all last summer. Danger upset alert Clemson on the road. Probably not going to live up to uh, expectations after playing for the national championship the previous year. Upset alert. Everybody had. ACC, SEC, it's on the road. Ain't happening. We heard it the whole summer. Five minutes left in the game down to Jordan Hare, not Jordan. 19 to 6. Jordan. <laughs> Mike Williams dropped four touchdown passes that night. Otherwise, they're not playing it at the end zone with a chance to steal one at the very end. Auburn comes here, though. Auburn comes here and Stidham with all of his accuracy and athleticism and strong armness is uh, he, he's got to play on the road. All right. Well, and, and, and Auburn's also lost a lot of weapons defensively too. 
Kelly Bryant may rush for 400 yards in that game. Oh, my goodness. Just go, go ahead. I'm just going to tell you. So, Kelly Bryant's your starter? I, I think against Auburn, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I think Kelly starts against Auburn. And I think Dabo rubs Kevin Steele's face in it just to make a point. I want you to know I've exercised a lot of restraint in these last 30 to 45 seconds. Could have brought up a lot of Kevin Steele stuff, Jordan Hare, all kinds of stuff, but I didn't. I didn't do that. The real Kevin Steele arrives in Death Valley amidst a chorus of boos from the Clemson faithful. He finds his former self in Death Valley? Is that what happens? And translation, Bryant goes off. Let the Heisman talk begin for number two. Drop a 70-burger on Kevin Steele in Auburn. I, I just got goosebumps. They gave me goosebumps. That was great. That was fantastic. 70. 70 burger. Oh, yeah. 654 Roar. Uh, Seminole Ted joins us. Hey, Ted. Hey, thanks for taking my call. You know, after week one, Alabama may not want anything else to do with any ACC teams. Mm. Yeah, because we got Florida. They got Florida State. But I tell you, something that tickles me every time I see it from the national championship game, there's a video on YouTube of a Bama fan standing in front of his TV on the last play yelling expletives over and over again at the TV. And when they march in for the touchdown, he rears back and just punches the TV and busts it. And I, I tell you, I can watch that over and over and over <laughs> again, and it never gets old. How are we doing? Thank you, Ted. And, and, you know, we got mad respect for FSU coming in here with Francois in early November. Don't shake your head at me and tell me no. What? I no? no respect for no Frenchie No respect for there. Florida State. The Frenchie? Francois? Frenchie? Francois. I got Dexter Lawrence about to plant him five yards deep in the backfield again. I'm going to be all right in that game. Uh, Give me Sean McGuire. Is Sean McGuire still in Tallahassee? Is he still down there? I, I think he's Drew Bledsoe's agent. Holy I'm not really crap. sure. I don't even remember that guy. Um, respect for Florida State. Get out of I, here. Dude, I got respect for Florida State. I got dude, no I'm not messing with them. For I'm Jimbo? Them. Hey, it, it, they're, they're going to be in a really good spot to deal with Bama in week one. Does dealing with Bama mean beating Bama? I, you know, I don't know yet, but I think that's going to be a very competitive game. Hey, they strong. <laughs> we strong. <laughs> I we said strong. we strong then. Six five four seven six two seven. More on all of that uh, coming up. More of your calls. Philip and Greenville will get you next. More on the draft tonight as well. Stay tuned. Complete Nutrition just released the most effective weight loss product we've ever created. Plus, it comes with a free 21-day step-by-step program to follow, and we guarantee you success. If you lose more than 21 pounds in the first 21 days, see Complete Nutrition to adjust your plan. Healthy weight loss should not exceed a couple of pounds per week. Find Complete Nutrition in Greenville on Woodruff Road, in Spartanburg on East Blackstock Road, and in Anderson across from the Harbor Inn on North Main. R&R Golf Carts has two locations to serve you in Seneca on the Bypass 123 and in Anderson on Clemson Boulevard. R&R, the only easy-go and bad boy off-road factory authorized dealer serving Oconee and Anderson counties. R&R is family-owned and operated with 28 years of experience. Right now, EasyGo has 0% interest for 48 months, so get your new EasyGo golf cart today. Their website is www.rrgolfcarts.com. Go Tigers! 
Hi guys, this is Liana from Local Q inviting you to come see me for our awesome lunch specials from 11 to 3, Monday through Friday. Come pick from five wings, a half a barbecue sandwich, or a taco with one or two of our great sides. Can't make it during the week? We also offer a unique brunch menu Saturday and Sunday from 10 to 4. Come try our Kahlua-soaked Monte Cristo just to make sure you wash it down with one of our barbecue Bloody Marys or share a mimosa pitcher with friends. Remember, Local Q is 21 and up at all times with a valid ID. 30 Orchard Park Drive, Greenville. If you or a loved one is struggling with drug or alcohol addiction, call Addiction Recovery now at 864-520-5126. Our trained addiction specialists are available 24-7, and all calls are free and confidential. Your insurance may cover 100% of all costs, so call now. We work with top accredited facilities across the country for any kind of addiction and age group. So let Addiction Recovery now find the best option to fit your needs. Call now at 864-520-5126. It's auction time again. Saturday, May 6th, the Johnny King Auctioneers returns to Hollis Jackson Farm in Inman, South Carolina. They'll be selling cars, trucks, tractors, skid steers, excavators, golf carts, bulldozers, storage containers, tools, and so much more. Anybody can buy, anybody can sell. Go to jkauctions.com for all auction information or call 554-0929. That's Saturday, May 6th in Inman. Go Tigers from Johnny King Auctioneers, bringing buyers and sellers together. Life insurance. You know you need it, but do you have enough? 85% of U.S. consumers agree they need it, but only 44% of United States households have individual life insurance, an all-time low. When asked why they didn't have life insurance, many said, nobody asked me about it. Well, make no mistake, I'm asking you today. Maybe it's because the process can be difficult. Maybe it's because the process can be frustrating. But as an independent insurance broker, we have all the best plans and rates. Life insurance is not for the people who die. It's for the people who live. Life insurance helps us protect what matters most, our family. Call us today to get a free quote, 467-8738. I'm Guy, the insurance guy, and what we do is simple. We make life insurance easier. Midday means three great hours of sports talk. It's the Roy Philpott Show on 105.5 The Roar. I find him mildly attractive when he's obnoxious and arrogant like this. And now back to Roy and Ben. I'm doing my homework on this whole notion about Auburn during that last break. From what I've read, eight and five last year, five and three in the SEC. Not bad, not too shabby, right? I mean, it wasn't a bounce back campaign for your boy Gus, but it wasn't bad. Uh, they get nine starters back on offense, eight on defense, and uh, a special teams player plus Jared Stidham, uh, the quarterback that came in from Baylor. Looking at the quote-unquote way-too-early preseason top 25 rankings, Phil still has a nice little thing he does every year. I think it's about this time where he projects what the preseason AP poll is going to be. Mm-hmm. I think like the last three years, he's nailed it verbatim, exactly what it was. So whenever that comes out, I'll be very curious to see what he's thinking because generally he's got his finger on the polls, and it works out pretty well. But ESPN does a way-too-early top 25. Sporting News does a way-too-early top 25. Uh, the scrubs at Athlon, who I, I probably trust about as much as I trust Kevin Steele coaching a defense against a mobile quarterback, 
Um, they, they, they do a preseason top 25. And just during that last break, before we get to Philip and Greenville, our next caller on the Northland Communication phone lines, I, I just did a quick uh, peruse, through, you know, just looking through these. Oh, if you had a guess, what do, you, what do you think people are saying about Auburn and Clemson? If you just had a guess, you had a guess. If I had to guess? Yeah, if you had a guess. You know, Clemson somewhere in the, the six to seven range. Listening. Uh, Auburn probably somewhere in the nine to 10 range. Yeah, I, I'm looking right now, ESPN.com, a way too early top 25. This is back in January. I think they've updated it since, but this is what I have. Uh, they've got Auburn at number 11. Auburn at number 11 coming in, and they've got Clemson at a respectable fifth, fifth in the country. All right, so you, you got that one. Uh, Athlon, who I do not respect, who I do not trust and do not listen to. Unfortunately, I read this and I, I give it to you now. They've got Auburn 13th. Uh, they've got Clemson checking in at number eight. So there's going to be a lot of people that connect the dots for week two, suggesting that Auburn will be Clemson. And it's the same crap we heard in 2011. It's the same crap we heard in 2012. It's the same crap we heard, uh, when was the last year? I guess they played last year down at Auburn. Yeah. Right, 2011, was a 17-game winning streak, defending national champions here in Death Valley. They lost by 14. Next year, you open the season, neutral environment. Um, in the Georgia Dome, they lose by seven. And, and then last year, of course, it's 19-6. to six. You give up uh, some late scores, a Ben Bullware penalty assisted. But still, they came back and they made it competitive. It was 19-13. Truth be told, you should have won the game that they played in 2010, the year that Auburn did win a national title, and Cam Newton was quarterback. Mm-hmm. Phantom call, bobbling the, the snap right before it went back in overtime. You blew a 17-0 lead on the plane. Should have won that when you didn't. I mean, I, I'm sure it's going to be a really competitive and fun game. And it's a game Clemson probably wins like, you know, 28-20, something like that. Is that a game day situation? Uh, no. No, I don't think so. Looking at maybe a top 10 matchup right there. I mean, week two. I, you know, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. It'd be good. All right. 654-7627. Philip in Greenville is up next. Hey, Philip. How you doing today? Very well. Hope you are. Good. Doing well. Hey, um, I had a couple of things. This is not what I, I called about, but listening to you guys talk over the last few minutes, I, I've really figured out something pretty important in, in my life. Um, because I went to Baylor and, you know, over the last several years, I've asked myself over and over again, what in the world could possibly have caused Baylor to hire Dave Bliss? What in the world could have possibly caused Baylor to allow Art Bryles to get out of control the way he did? Mm -hmm. But listening to you guys over the last few minutes, I figured it out. I have an answer. Mm -hmm. um, the answer is is that Kevin Steele was our head coach immediately before that. <laughs> um, and I don't think we've ever psychologically recovered from that. <laughs> um, I, I don't know what to do with that, Philip. Honestly, I, I don't know what to do with it. But, but I will say... I think he won five games in four years there or just something really, really rough, and it didn't nah, work out for him as a head many. coach. Yeah, it was rough. No, he, did, he didn't win that many. It, it, was, it was awful. It was awful. Hey, the other thing I was going to just um, uh, point out that I, that I think is really interesting, um, in my opinion, there are only two quarterbacks in this draft that are, that are worth first-round draft picks, and – and Deshaun's one of them. And, you know, I, I was thinking about this the other day because if you look at the, the second one is Mahomes. 
And and the reason I, th- I feel that way about Mahomes is I've watched him play a lot, but um, Mahomes beat out in succession at Tech um, Michael Brewer, Davis, uh, Davis Webb, and Baker Mayfield. And that's, that's stunningly good. He is, he, I, I believe he will have a, a Brett Favre type career. I, I really do. If he gets in the right situation, I think the guy is, is an incredible player and a winner, uh, just like Deshaun is. Um, the other thing that's interesting is Deshaun, if, if Chad Kelly wasn't an idiot, which I guess is like saying if the sun didn't shine in the morning. But if, if Chad Kelly wasn't an idiot and, and he was healthy, I think we would be talking about him as a potential first-round draft pick. He's that good. And Deshaun crushed him when they competed. And I don't know how the NFL, they're talking about drafting Trubisky today as, as the number one pick in the draft. I don't know how they get there. I just do not get it, um, and and I the teams that that pass on Deshaun or pass on Mahomes and draft any of the other guys, they are really going to regret it. Mm. Phil, that's a great oh, call. Yeah. yeah, thank you, my friend. Stay in touch with us, and uh, you know, go Bears. Assuming that things can be cleaned up down there, I I, I would say this: <clears throat> I, the last thing I would want to do is make light of anything that's happened down at Baylor. Uh, Philip tied that in with a nice quip back with Kevin Steele, but certainly don't want to uh, offend anybody in this era of outrage that we live in along those lines. But um, uh, interesting comments made there. And Baylor has a severe image problem that it's you know still trying to correct. And I don't think it's come close to figuring out how to do that just yet. Uh, so they've got major issues uh, down there still. And uh, you hope that they can see the light and and try to find a way to correct those. And, and a lot of it comes down to perception because it just seems like a lot of poor decisions have been made down there uh, spanning almost 15 years. Uh, and ultimately, you're just trying to win. And uh, things have happened, obviously, that, that uh, normal society would not agree with as being moral, as being decent. And uh, so obviously, there's, there's a lot of dust that still needs to settle down there. So I did want to clarify that. O- on the Mahomes front, the arm talent unquestionably is there. And to hear the, the quarterbacks that he was talking about, it certainly paints a different picture. And, you know, if you talk to the draft experts today, a lot of people think Mahomes could be the third quarterback off the board, maybe the second, maybe ahead of Deshaun. And, uh, Philip, hopefully you listened to our show back in the first hour we had on our Cleveland Insider on the ground in Cleveland. Uh, works uh, for the Browns Radio Network as an analyst and also hosts a sports talk show there, Bull and Fox, each and every weekday. And he said essentially that the whole Trubisky number one is a big, massive smokescreen and nothing more than that. So uh, I, I, I think that helped clear the air for us because Zach and I, and even Walt, we had him on uh, in our second segment. We're all kind of freaking out together, suggesting that if Trubisky goes number one, we all have serious problems because it just doesn't add up. And it, you know, it still doesn't. And I, I think we're at the point where we don't believe Trubisky's going number one. So we, we kind of close the book on that, so to speak. Even though McShay and Kuiper have him going number one right now in their mock drafts. I'm back in. He's going number one. <laughs> uh, I, we, we don't think that, right? He's he's not going number one. No, it, it's, it's got to be Garrett. has to be Garrett. Well, it, it, you know, 
It doesn't have to be, but it, it, it will be. I mean, it certainly should be him over Trubisky. Who else would you put in the number one I, slot? I, I like Jonathan. I like Jonathan Allen. Do me a favor real quick. No. <laughs> Go ahead. No. What a defiant three-year-old you are. <laughs> Thanks a lot, buddy. Go ahead. I get enough of that at home. <laughs> Do a little Google search. Uh, Jonathan Allen, Texas A&M. Uh, give me the little video category there and, and watch what he did to the Texas A&M offensive line. Uh, there's a play, uh, the Superman play, I think is what they call it, the Superman play. Jonathan Allen takes flight. Exactly. Where in one fell swoop, he leaps over a, a, an attempted block by the H-back or fullback or tight end and brings down Trevor Knight in just one motion. And... It's an incredible display of athleticism, speed, brute force, instincts. Yeah, thank you. That that look says it all. That look says it all. Nice block, Miles Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> um, that play says a lot. Bold I, move, I, just I, not blocking him. I I, I like how that courageous. looks. I, mean, I, I would consider him. He's had some injuries, and so that's an issue, and I get that as well. This is the guy that made the bet on himself. He could have came out last year, correct? Allen? He, yes. I, I'm not really sure. I'm not sure. I believe so. And he stayed, and now he's going to make a boatload of money. I mean, he's a top six pick. Yeah. I, I, I love Jonathan Allen. And I, I guess I'm playing the, the sentimental card, too. These guys that are deeper than just football players, I, I, I'm just so enthralled by them. Watson is deeper than a football player. He has substance to him. And it's not only that he wants to be good on the field, that he wants to learn the playbook. He is a person. He, he's not this football robot. And I think one of the problems we see in the draft these days is when you draft a football robot, these robots that just say, okay, here's my technique. Here's the play. This is my responsibility. Let me go execute. And that's all that these guys are made of. That doesn't translate into greatness. It, it's a mix. It's moxie. It's a combination of a little bit of that and a little bit of heart. And a little bit of just simply being a human being, not this football robot, right? Does that make sense? And, and Jonathan Allen has that. Allen has that. As compared to Garrett doesn't? Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I think Allen has a little bit more of it. Garrett, Garrett appears to be a good dude. I don't want to downplay his character. No. Because I, 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 I think it's intact. I think it's good. But you're a Jonathan Allen guy through and through. I am. Could you see Adams, the, the safety out of LSU, being the number one pick? No, I can see him go number two to San Francisco. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I think he is, uh, you know, we, we Dustin Fox was on the show with us talking about uh, safeties and cornerbacks. He's an Ohio State guy. We mentioned Malik Hooker, and he said, I like Adams better. I think most of the people do. We'll have the podcast up after the show here. If you didn't hear that, that is worth a listen. Go back. Dustin? Yeah, that yeah. was a great interview. Go back, clear up the, the Trubisky at number one nonsense. Listen to a guy who's on the ground in Cleveland right now. Fantastic interview. We'll have the podcast up at 310. Tommy and Piedmont will join us next on the North End Communication phone lines. Tommy, good afternoon. Roy, what's going on, man? Great to hear from you, Tommy. So I talked to Clock earlier. Uh, Clemson grad, uh, longtime Bills fan. I know. Don't laugh, please. Um, so my question is this. I, I want to go back and ask something different, okay? So several years ago when Wilson got drafted out of NC State, uh, what type of quarterback compared to Deshaun do you think is he? Deshaun is a little taller. I, I I bet Wilson's hands are a little bigger. They they have similar intangibles, and, and maybe Wilson 
was more of a natural vocal leader compared to Deshaun. Deshaun can be a little soft-spoken at times, but I right. I, I get the similarities. Uh, I, I could see a right. little bit of that, yes. So my next question is this. With Seattle, with Russell, how was their offense compared to their defense? I mean, obviously, Russell did well, but I feel that Seattle's defense is what actually helped him become a, quotation, uh, good quarterback. Agree or disagree? The defense for the Seahawks felt like their brand, along with Marshawn Lynch and Wilson. I mean, they all, they all operated hand in hand, but there was an intimidating factor with Seattle starting eleven defensively that that seemingly set the tone. And and so yeah, I mean, it, you know, it it works together. If Watson falls right. in the draft and he goes to a team that has an outstanding defense, then then by default, I, I would expect him to be better, right? Uh, no, I, I agree, because what I'm looking at is with, with Buffalo, you've got Lawson, who's coming off, you know, he had a shortened season last year, obviously, because he'd be injuring the uh, surgery. You've got, so you got Lawson, you've got Ragland, you've got uh, Alexander, who's coming back, a lot of young guys. How, how could that defense relate to mm-hmm. the Seattle defense when Wilson was drafted? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know that I see the same thing in Buffalo, and they just went through yep. a coaching change. Um, right, right. The fundamental talent that, that that's there, I think, is a lot better than what it was five years ago, but it still hasn't translated right. into a playoff berth. You know, they haven't been since the Music City Miracle. Back in 99, Trust it's been forever. <laughs> Trust me, I know. <laughs> I, know man. <laughs> I mean, it's rough right but now to be a Bills fan. It, it, it is. It is. It's been rough for about uh, 17, 18 years now. Since I was about 12 years old, but... Uh, no, I was just I was talking to a clock earlier, trying to figure out, you know, if if it were to happen with with Buffalo having a ten pick and doing something crazy um, as far as trying to get trying to get like a Deshaun and a Mike Williams in there with Sammy, Oof. where he can have some some weapons that he's familiar with, uh, be on the same page with, know how he plays, know how they play, um, you know, with that defense kind of seeing how how possibly that would work i think it'd work out pretty well I, i'm not sure if that's on the table or not tommy appreciate the call we're up against the break i mean i think buffalo is interested in deshaun watson i think buffalo's interested in in mitch trubisky as well so i i think a quarterback is in play because you haven't had a quarterback with any kind of consistency minus about a five-game stretch with tyrod taylor in about a decade and a half I would say this to Tommy too, man. I, I feel bad for it because when I was growing up, the K Gun and Marv Levy and and that, those Buffalo teams, four Super Bowls, brother, four. Good old Scott Norwood. Oh, oh man, man. Norwood with a single bar face mask going up there, and he wide just right. he pushed that forty-seven wide yard right. wide right. <laughs> Could you ever sleep again soundly? Yeah, no caffeine after seven. I'm having like a baby. Having mi- <laughs> having missed that field goal. No, about probably it. not. If he makes that field goal, doesn't Buffalo win another Super Bowl? Right? Is it that easy where you can connect the dots like that? Yeah, they probably win one. I mean, it was it was like that field goal pushed wide right, and you never got over that. You dominated the AFC because nobody could catch up with those no huddle tendencies you had. Mm-hmm. You had Jim Kelly, Andre Reid. You had an outstanding defense. You had a pass rusher in Bruce Smith, Daryl Talley. I mean, you had all kinds of just insane talent, and you were pushing the pace at a point in time where nobody else was. And in the AFC, nobody could deal with Buffalo back then. But when you played Dallas, or when you played the Giants, or you played anybody else from the NFC, you couldn't beat them. Couldn't beat them. 
And if Norwood just makes that field goal, I, I, I feel so bad for that guy. It's, it's not an easy field. It's a 47-yarder. I mean, it's like Bill Buckner, Scott Norwood. Ouch. Yeah. Which Dude. one's worse? Oh, it's Buckner. Through the legs there, it's Buckner. You know what I found out the other day about Bill Buckner? What's that? He was the left fielder when Hammer and Hank Aaron hit the home run that broke the all-time record. Is that right? He's the left fielder. Who were they playing, like the Padres or somebody? Yeah. He was the left fielder. He was on the field when Hammer and Hank went deep at old Fulton County Stadium back in the, the late 70s. My question to you is, why have we not talked about the Yankees at all today? I know how big of a Yankees fan you are this season. Final segment of the show coming up. <laughs> Final details on what we think is happening with Deshaun and uh, your final moments to get your phone calls in. Stay tuned. Spring has sprung and it's time to get away on a set of Yokohama radial tires from Steve's Tire and Service in Easley. Let Steve's Tire save you some money along the way. Purchase any set of Yokohama Ascend, Invigor, or any set of Geolander HT or AT, and you're going to receive a $60 mail-in rebate April 15th through May 31st. So why not ride to that spring getaway on a set of Yokohamas? Give Steve's Tire and Service a call at 859-1361 and let the savings begin. Need to travel? Edwards Auto Sales in Walhalla has the area's best prices on new Ford trucks, cars, and SUVs. In business for over 50 years, shop Edwards Auto Sales for all your automotive needs. The good news? Our business is growing. The bad news? We have to hire again. Uh, The searching. Where do we look? What if we hire the wrong person? Actually, we could use ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter? ZipRecruiter makes hiring fast and easy. With one click, our job would be posted to 100 leading job sites. But are the candidates any good? You bet. As soon as we post our job, ZipRecruiter starts identifying the best matches and notifies them to apply, all within minutes. Well, Whether you're looking to fill one position or 20, find the best candidates fast with ZipRecruiter. Find out why ZipRecruiter has been used by hundreds of thousands of businesses in a variety of industries nationwide. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash score. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash score. ZipRecruiter.com slash score. Welcome to Deer Season at AgPro, where we're strong on building tractor solutions that work for your land and budget. That means you'll find extraordinary deals on all John Deere E-Series tractors, including the brand new 25-horsepower John Deere 3025E backed by a six-year powertrain warranty. And discover financing that's just as hardworking as the equipment. At AgPro, we're strong on service and affordability. Stop by our three South Carolina locations, including our new store in Anderson, or visit agproco.com for more. Six-year, 2,000 hours, whichever comes first. In a limited warranty for new John Deere turfing utility equipment or dealer for details. Since 1902, Carrier has been a leader in producing the most advanced heating and air systems in the world. For 25 years, Carolina Heating Services has been providing top-quality heating and air conditioning services in the upstate. Today, the new Carrier Infinity Heating and Cooling System represents the best that both have to offer. For a limited time, Carolina Heating is giving away a free AC system with the purchase of a new qualifying heating system. Call Carolina Heating Services at 864-232-5684 for your free system. 
At Carolina Heating Service, comfort matters. They're dedicated to making sure your house, office, or business is comfortable any time of the year. Regular maintenance is the best way to prevent breakdowns, especially when the weather is at its worst. The trusted technicians at Carolina Heating Service can keep your system running smoothly. And what better way to stay comfortable than with this limited-time offer, a free carrier AC system with the purchase of a new qualifying heating system. Call Carolina Heating Service today, 864-232-5684. It's always a good time to look and feel good. At Rooster's Men's Grooming Center, you can count on a team that will make you feel your absolute best. The many services provided will keep you coming back for more. Come by for anything from a close shave and professional haircut to a seven-step facial shave. Fellas, treat yourself. You deserve it. Don't have enough time on your hands for the full service? Ask us about our express cut. Call 864-884-8920 to make your appointment. Unfiled tax returns, payroll tax problems, IRS levies, liens, garnishments, audits. Call the local lawyer who looks out for you and will get you the result you deserve. David Green at the Green Law Firm. Call for a free consultation at 271-7940. Roy Philpott on WCCP. Fourth quarter's coming up from Death Valley. Second half is underway. Ten seconds, and it can't stop now. Nebraska's out of timeouts, and Clemson has indeed proved itself to be the number one team in all of college football. Here's the end of the game. Are we finished? Done. Back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. You know, I, I told him coming in, I, I was a little hesitant about having him on just because I, I don't want to do anything to ruin the integrity of the next four hours or just to have him peak too soon. And that is a concern right now. That'll be good. Yeah, but yeah, but, I, but I, I could tell, like it, yeah. I, I could tell, I could yeah. sense his looming presence yeah. outside. He, oh, he yeah. got here to the he's station pacing. a little early, yeah. and he, he's pacing around yeah. outside. He's very nervous, yeah. and so I was like, you know, we we got to ask him to come on the show, Walt. <clears throat> how you doing over there, man? I'm doing well. You, you look calm. I, I am calm, but but if the, if the Browns really take Trubisky, but they're not. Yeah. You heard our interview. Yeah, but that hasn't convinced me. I, I'm worried about Kuiper and McShay because they are plugged in, and they're that's what they're reporting. And you know, they don't actually they don't actually analyze anything. They just report <laughs> what other people tell them. Right. And that's that's my concern right now. I you know I really think that what the Browns did in last year's draft was invincibly stupid, and the notion that they could conceivably top themselves really didn't even occur to me. But if they draft Trubisky one, that's what they're doing. It's just, it's inexcusable. It's impossible. <laughs> so, so now I want him to because all of our shows are set yeah. for like the next week. Oh yeah, it takes care of itself. <laughs> right. I mean, that's what would happen. We would just rip Cleveland apart. Right now, remember earlier I mentioned that uh, um, in terms of Miles Garrett, that I think from a consensus standpoint, he's the most unanimous number one pick. And you know, and and, and Zach brought up a couple of good guys. Peyton. Now you were saying the last twenty years. For those that missed that, right. you said. In your opinion, this is the most consensus number one pick in the NFL draft in the last two decades. Right. That, okay, all right. Right. All right. And Zach mentioned uh, Peyton Manning, and he mentioned Andrew Luck, and he mentioned. Uh, I remember Luck Jadavion being like Clowney. a consensus guy, right? Well, he, not really. It was a lot of debate between okay. he and RG three. Okay. And just like and with Peyton, there was a lot of debate between he and Ryan Leaf. I right. mean, it was almost 50-50. So that, and, and so that's our revisionist history looking back. Right. right. In, in, I this case, in this case, it is. It is ninety nine point nine to point one. That's that's what it is. The thirty, you know, I can't even say thirty one and a half. 
The Cleveland Browns football people <laughs> know they should take Miles Garrett. Mm-hmm. This is whether that goofball owner, Jimmy Haslam, is going to overrule their analytics. And because the thing I thought that Fox had right, especially right when he was on earlier, and it's something I mentioned before, is it makes no sense from an, the the analytics people are in charge in Cleveland. It makes no sense from an analytical an analytical perspective because you're talking about a guy who's a 13 game sample. It doesn't fit their model. So if if the make no mistake about this, if the Cleveland Browns take Trubisky, this is not their football people. This is Jimmy Haslam, who didn't like the fact they didn't take a quarterback last year. Who sees ticket sales slipping is concerned about uh, the record and, and on field and ingredients like hope and things like that. And you get a local boy from uh, from that area. That's what this is about. I I don't like it, and I still don't like it. And I'm I'm going to side with Dustin because I know he's embedded with that organization and he's got all the contacts there. If he's telling me that that's a smokescreen, and I'm not buying Trubisky number one to begin with, and I don't see how on God's green earth he could go down like that. I, I'm going to go with with conventional wisdom and what he's saying because I, I can't reason, conceive it otherwise. What would the reason for the smoke screen be? Well, because at that point in time, you could see what it would take potentially to trade back up into the top 10 to get Trubisky uh, from that number 12 pick, right? So you could you could figure out the lay of the land and say, okay, we're really going to take Garrett, but let's see what everybody else is saying. And then you just have more information that you could be armed with when you're on the clock at number 12 or what it's going to take to trade back into the top 10. Here's the thing. If at the end of tonight, the Browns don't have Miles Garrett and Mitch Trubisky, it is a colossal fail. There are 20 uh, 10-year-olds listening to us right now who could manage their way through tonight's uh, episode and come away with those two guys. It's inconceivable not to. They have all the weapons that they want. They They have all the ammunition that they need. If they really covet Trubisky... Take the no-brainer guy and then go get him because, right. again, there well, are— What's it going to take to trade back up there? A second-round pick? You move from, like, well, 12 to 8? It depends where we're going. Yeah. So we're going we're to five through the Titans. Right. Titans want to get out of the right. top 10. That's the, that's the obvious pick. Yeah. Uh, John Robinson and Tennessee have been very aggressive. They're more than willing to trade. They're more than willing to acquire picks. That seems the, the sensible spot to go. Now, if you're Cleveland, you might say— well, that opens the door then to somebody taking him before us. Okay, well, you know what? If there's another team as dumb as you, let them. <laughs> you know, that's really what it comes down to. Right. There comes a point where it's like Bruce Arians said. Bruce Arians said, yeah, look, I'm willing to draft a quarterback, but I'm not going to reach for a quarterback. If he comes to me, we'll pick him where he's due. We're not going to overreach just because he's a quarterback. And, and I think that's, that's logical. By the way, they're having that same internal debate because ownership in Arizona wants Arians to take a quarterback. Right. And Arians doesn't want to take a quarterback with that number one pick. But I think that they like Deshaun more, or they at least publicly seem to like Deshaun more than what some other teams have suggested. I think the guy Arizona likes is Kaiser. I think that they're going to... Shut your mouth I, I right now. <laughs> I think they're the one team... If you tell they're me they're the, going to take him in the first round, the I'm done. Team, they're the one team in round one that might take Kaiser. I I think by the by the end of the the next two nights, Kaiser will be playing for Arizona. My Arizona one, Chicago two. If Chicago doesn't go quarterback, now we'll tell you this: there's a lot of talk out in Chicago about the possibility of quarterback, and most of that talk uh, surrounds Deshaun Watson. Right. And there's can they can he go number three? 
Conceivably. Oh, there's that a, would be There's a lot of talk in Jacksonville, too. I yeah. mean, this is the one I've been debating myself. Because the, the only little bit of information that, that I glean at all is I know someone who works in that Jacksonville facility. And they tell me that the that the rumor that has been hot and heavy around that building is uh, is Tom O'Brien loves Deshaun Watson. In, or, or Tom O'Brien. Tom, Tom, Tom Coughlin. Coughlin loves, uh, loves Deshaun Watson. And the reason Coughlin loves Deshaun Watson, Roy, is what? You know, because you talked about it on air. Uh, the intangibles, the winning, the everything. Yeah, but... It's one specific thing that you've re- you've referenced on air in the last week. Uh, I, I don't know. Remember I'm, when you remember when you spoke about <laughs> Bill Parcells' seven yeah. factors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the what, experience. What tree does Tom Coughlin come off of? Yeah, the Bill Parcells he's tree. Off the Bill Parcells right. tree. Well, and, and he's like the only quarterback in the last two classes that checks every single one of those categories. Right. Now, I, I think we're all fooling ourselves if we think that doesn't mean something. Well, and the, again, that would be the fit. I think that would be. And again, this complete disdain that he apparently has for Blake Bortles, and this is Bortles stinks. Yeah, but you know, here's the thing, Roy. We here's why we can't say that. Listen, two years ago, this guy was setting the world on fire. He threw 35 touchdown passes. He was like fifth in the whole National Football League. This was this wasn't six years ago. This was two years ago. He had a tough year last year because you know, because he had no offensive line and, and other issues. But there's something else there, okay? You don't go from a guy who's a young player with a cannon arm who threw 35 touchdown passes two years ago to be ready to dump him this quickly. What it means is I've heard all these rumors about Bortles. The rumors say that Bortles likes the life of being an NFL football player but doesn't want to put in any of the work. All right, that's a red flag. Right, and he spends a lot of his time in California and all this stuff. Tom Coughlin is like a frigging general, right? He's not going to tolerate any of that nonsense. So I think that's viable. I mean, I, I listen, in my mind, Jacksonville's doing one of two things tonight. They're either taking Watson or Fournette. And I debated that back and forth, back and forth, and I just I, I couldn't decide. Finally, I put Fournette with them just because uh, it was like a 51-49 deal yeah. for me. But I, 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 think, I think there are spots in the top 10 in particular teams that that like Deshaun Watson's intangibles. And that's what they're talking about. With Coughlin, you're talking about uh, leadership and that type of thing. And I think you're think I think in, in in Chicago where Pace is making the decisions now, not Fox. I think if Fox is making the decision, you're going Jonathan Allen. At three. Does but Chicago I, still draft a quarterback with Glennon on that big contract? I hate I Mike so. Glennon. I hate a, Glennon. It's sort of a phony deal. Thank I, you. I, I don't think it's uh I, I don't think that, that that would prevent them. I, I let me put it this way, Zach. Chicago is drafting a quarterback. It's either gonna be round one or round two. Okay. They're drafting a quarterback, there's no doubt in my mind. For the record, too, if, if I was an NFL quarterback, I would be Blake Bortles. That that <laughs> that would be the MO on me. Like that that would be how I operate. And and I would be perfectly fine with that. Because I, I'm just living life to the fullest. All right, you. so the Watson watch and your expert opinion begins tonight with the Bears with at the number Bears three. three. Bears three, Jacksonville four. And then does Cleveland trade back up, or does somebody get Trubisky somewhere there in that in those picks between I, I, there and twelve? I still think if if Cleveland takes Garrett, I still think Cleveland comes away with Trubisky. The most likely spots for Trubisky in my mind are are Cleveland and Buffalo. Uh, it's my understanding Buffalo loves Trubisky, uh, so I think it, it, my belief right now is that one of those two teams at the end of the night will have Trubisky. And right now, 
I, I'd put the odds on on Cleveland because, well, they may take them at one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which is still, which is still just utterly impossible. I'm going to be listening for the next four hours. I'm going to be listening to draft coverage. Uh, Zach and I may be doing some of this over at the SO. I, I think I've talked him into that and then maybe watching the draft from over there. I, I don't know what we're going to do. I'm not sure if there's enough time, but get I think. Get equipment. Get Walt over the SO. Well, that, that would be fun. fun, too. That would be a lot of fun. But appreciate you coming on. Have fun the next couple hours. I know it's going to be fun. By the way, Roy, almost 2,000 media members covering this event. It's It gets bigger and bigger every year. They're expecting 200,000 people in Philadelphia. Woo! 